but people get into relationships and they know that the person that they're with something just ain't quite right like they they can't figure out what it is but you know like they don't there's an absence of peace Mm -hmm. and to Mm. me that tells me that you're not with your soulmate Mm. because no matter what like me and Devin have been through hell and back we've also you know upset each other and did like terrible things however us our spirit knows that we are aligned and we always will be until Christ takes us home, right? And so there is no doubt in my mind, even when he does annoy me or I annoy (laughs) him, Uh right? Like, that is the person that God has created for me. And so there's no doubt in my mind that I know that Christ wants me to be with this man, Mm -hmm. no matter what. Exactly. So welcome to another episode of Kicking In With JB. I'm very, very excited for this episode. We have the the beautiful couple. Y'all can go ahead and introduce <laughs> yourselves. Well, you know, I'm I'm Devin. Yes. I'm Anais. Man, and... This is my beautiful wife. Oh, my gosh. So, first off, how, how old are y'all? <laughs> Let's get right into it. I'm 24. I'm 25. And y'all are married? Yeah, yes, we've been married for three years. Y'all got married on purpose? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, That's hilarious. <laughs> so y'all been married for three years. You're 24. You said 25? Yeah. Got you a young one, huh? Smart. <laughs> There's only like four months difference between us. Smart. But no, nah, so <laughs> marriage, that young, mm-hmm. how did, like, how, how did you know? How did, oh, let's, let's, let's just go, let's go all the way back. How did y'all meet? We met at school. We met at uh, we went to North Park University, mm-hmm. and uh, I guess I'll tell the story. I <laughs> we was in the um, they put us in this Facebook chat or this Facebook group uh-huh. for all the incoming new members that year. Yeah, and uh, everybody was posting their schedule or was something they was posting, mm-hmm. and she posted her schedule and. Her name is Anais, right? Which is French. Yeah. And I'd never seen A the I like with the two dots yeah. at, the, at yeah. the top. And so I'm like, how do you even pronounce that? That was the first thing I ever said to her. Mm-hmm. I just inboxed her. And I had a girlfriend at the time, and she was dating somebody. Yeah. So it was never, oh, bro, it was never like she... that. Don't even do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. But so uh, I just messaged her, bro. And I was like, you know, how do you pronounce your name? And she told me it was Anai East without the T. And, um, and so from there, we was just talking, and I think I had a class with her that year. Yeah, we um, had one class together. And uh, that's your only class. She had a she graduated with a 4.0, or a 3.99. Yeah, and that only A- minus I ever got was the class I was in, a, a class yes, with Yes, sir. I don't know what you was on. So I, 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 I remind him about that every all the time. But anyways, man, so we met. Uh, that's how we met. But then when we met at school, like face to face, I was on campus walking to practice. No, we had meetings. We were just walking. Yeah. And um, she had ran. She or she saw me from across the campus. Don't say run. She, <laughs> Don't say she run. saw me from across the campus and yelled at me <laughs> and was like, Devin. So I look, you feel me? I'm with I'm with the football team and I'm just playing. (laughs) And so I was wearing a Samoan EA, Uh and um, 
she thought that I was wearing a towel. So the first thing she ever said to me in person was, "Did you just shower?" And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah, but this ain't no towel, like yeah, you know. But that was funny, man. I'm very so. blunt. That's hilarious. Very blunt. So, y'all got married. Twenty years old. At twenty one. Twenty one. Twenty one. How how would you describe marriage? Wow. Um. To me, I see it as like looking in a mirror. Like I know that sounds weird because Devin's thankfully he's a different person than I am, <laughs> but like it's it's like looking in a mirror because you see yourself for the first time mm. and you don't see the best parts of yourself for the first time, and so like I think that. You know, it's just like looking in the mirror, but it's you see the true your true self, not how you like perceive yourself to be. Mm-hmm. So that's how I would describe Man, it. Man, it's tough. It's tough. It's it's a commitment, right? Yes. They say marriage is a commitment, but you don't actually know how much of a commitment it is exactly. till you actually get there. Because yeah. think about it, right? When stuff gets tough, stuff hits the wall. You can't just walk out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? This ain't a relationship. Right. So where you just be like, all right, yeah, I'm done with We're this done. one. This is a marriage, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So you yeah. work through it, and exactly. I think that's the tough part, but that's also the beauty of it, mm-hmm. you know? And no, so, I, f- I feel like even relationships, for me, are hard. So I can only imagine a marriage, but like you said, I, 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 I strongly feel that way. Like, it's like looking in the mirror, you don't see your best self, because I feel like in relationships, that's where I learn the most about myself, like through that other person. So, and that's just, like... Like you say, you can't just walk out. And I was, I'm, I'm always like, I'm out of here. I'm, I'm piecing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But I'm, I'm trying, I'm learning how to be better and not to always do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, no, that's just really cool, man. That's, and I can only imagine how much of work it is. Cause like, loving someone is work, yo. Like, yeah. and it's like a, it's a choice. Mm-hmm. It's not so much like you can't just like, I love you. Let's get married. And, you know, it's gonna be everything's gonna be sweet, right? Because I can imagine that marriage is not sweet because it, bro, it's not glorified. Right. I was talking to my Uber driver today about that because I was telling him about like what, what we're gonna talk about today, and I'm just saying like it's it's not very glorified anymore. You know what I'm saying? It's it's yeah. scary. I couldn't imagine like why would I want to go into somewhere? Fifty percent chance that it's not gonna work <laughs> that, that I'm gonna get a divorce. You know what I'm saying? And that's like the odds are against. Marriages and especially young ones, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's I think that's so dope. That's why I really and then that too, like, even that just expanding on that, like, it's kind of how you look at it, right? right? Is it half empty or is it half full? You know what I'm saying? Like, I love marriage, I love my wife, you know what I'm saying? But I'll sit here and I'll tell you face to face, it's tough, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I can recognize that, but you also know. And believe, like, one thing that we wouldn't allow people to speak over mm. us, because, you know, words have power. We would not let people say our first year of marriage is tough to us. Yeah. Really? You know what I'm saying? Because you hear about it all the time. Oh, the first year of marriage is it's tough. It's going to be hard. But and, we never let yeah. that happen. Yeah. We, or we never let that be spoken over us. Because right. we knew, like, regardless of what the world says, uh-huh. we're not going to live by the world and yeah. operate by the world. Yeah. You know? And so we were always going to be like, no. It's going to be our best year. Right. You know, and so yeah. just speaking to that and like, no, nah, man. 
Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That's how you look at it. It is. It that is. is amazing. It's also, that's actually a false statistic as well. Like, um, it's not true that 50% of marriages end in divorce. Really? It was a prediction in the 80s that they said by a certain point they felt like it would, but it's actually not true. Oh, wow. And so millennials are actually um, getting married a little bit later and surviving those marriages. So, so time. Say that again. So I got time. Yeah, you got plenty of time. <laughs> I'm not late to the party. <laughs> but so it's that's a made up stat. Yeah. So do like what is the actual? Is it not as high as that? Um, I don't know. I don't know what the actual I statistic know, I didn't is. Even know that. that yeah. Was a made up stat. I yeah, I mean I feel like that's kind of part of my job is to do research, and so <laughs> I, I always do research into things, but. I don't think it's that high. Mm-hmm. I think it's all about, just like Devin said, like it's all about mentality. Yeah. If you go into something thinking that there's an option to leave, you're going to leave. Yeah. But if Oof. you go into something and you're like, no, this is it for me, like this nice. is the end, then you are going to buckle down, mm-hmm. get your stuff together and make right. sure that like it works no matter what. So it's all about mentality at the end of the day. That's what I feel like. You know what I just thought about since you were talking? We didn't tell people that you're from London. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's pretty, I mean, you can so, tell, but they like, get it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, nah. But so, how did y'all know so young, like that? The person is the one. Like, how do you know that? Because I always be thinking, like, yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Nope. That's the one. You know what I'm saying? It's hard. Yeah. It's it's hard for me to have a discernment. You know I me. Mean? I'm always telling Devin, like, where my wife at, yo? I'm, I'm I'm out of these streets. I'm trying to find my wife. And then when a girl likes me, I'm like, okay, this is the one. But obviously, it's not. So, how do you know and discern and be able to 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 know that that one person is the one for you? And that you're gonna do that. For me, it was. Um, it had a lot to do with like my faith. Like oh. when Devin. As he said before, you know, we were dating other people mm-hmm. prior to um, us getting together and we were just friends. Yeah. Um, but I ended my relationship and then Devin ended up ending his relationship as well. And then there was a point after the fact where Devin approached me um, as if he was like trying to pursue me to like, you know, date or whatever. Yeah. And so I just stopped talking to him. Like I cut him off for three days. I Yep, I prayed, I fasted, because wow. I was like, God, I was at a point in my life, I, I was like, um, I was 18, 19 at the time, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, it's just going to be me and Jesus until I'm 30 years old, and Aye. then when I'm 30, I'm going to find that. my husband, and nope. it's going to be great. <laughs> and so when he came along, I was like, no, like this, this was not in the plan that I had. Uh-huh. Um, and so I really had to discern and pray and fast, and I remember like God was very um, kind of like, I don't want to say mean with me, but like he, God was just literally like shut your mouth basically um, for lack of a better term. Cause he was like, you don't know what I have planned for you and this man. And you're just going to shut off this man because it's not in your like timing or your time frame, And you don't even know what I I have planned. (laughs) So I was like, I had to humble myself and be like, okay, well, you know, maybe I will um, see what he's about. And, Mm -hmm. Um, we had to have many conversations, um, but both of us said that we wanted our next relationship to be our last relationship, and so that was it. For me, it was once... Okay, so there's a, a lot of different things that happened yeah. that was just confirmation. Mm-hmm. One of those things being 
like she said, we said the same prayer. Before I left for school, um, before I left for college, I prayed to God and I said, God, if the woman that you want me to be with is my wife, make it so. Mm. If not, bring me the woman that you want for my wife. Yeah. And that was it. That was my prayer, right? So then the and the relationship ended up not working out. And I was telling her, we were talking one day, and I was like, you know, I said this prayer. And she was like, I said the same exact prayer. Yeah. It, it was a little different. I had prayed that if the guy I was with at the time wasn't who I was supposed to be with, that the relationship would end. Mm-hmm. And it did. And so, you know, as that was confirmation, um, you know, for me. Our faith was a big part of it, right? So we were able to connect on that faith level. Mm -hmm. And so with that being the foundation, you know, Mm. um, that was really strong. That was really good for us. Exactly. Um, And so for me, when I knew that she was the one, it's because I prayed about it. And God told me, literally, he told me, start saving up for a ring. I'm like, I'm broke. I ain't got, you know, I'm in college. What you talking about? No money. You know, and so I was obedient with that. Yeah. And then literally, um, because this was my junior year, and so I was going through the draft stuff too. Uh Uh-huh. And so then literally. Tough year. Yeah. (laughs) Literally, probably like five months after that, he was like, okay, go buy a ring. I'm like, I only got a couple hundred dollars. Like Five months. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. How long have y'all, you said. Okay, so we've been... So we... Okay, so let's go through the timeline, right? So, like, we started dating Uh in 2015. Yeah. um, January 2015. And, yeah, that's when we started dating. Mm -hmm. And then, so he... um, The prayer that he's talking about, about God telling him to save up for a ring, Mm -hmm. happened October of 2016. Mm -hmm. So Roughly. Yeah, roughly then. And then God told him to buy the ring. That was it. January or February. Yeah, like early spring 2017. So what is that like? Like a year and a half? You guys have been dating? It was about two years. Two years? By the time we got engaged, because we got engaged when I graduated. (laughs) And so it was about two two years and like a few months that we had been dating. So would you guys say that y'all were equally yoked when y'all met in dating? And do you believe in having to be equally yoked? I think that's something that happens at marriage. Mm. I disagree. Mm. <laughs> I disagree. Um, so I do think we were equally yoked. And I think that being equally yoked means having a, f- a foundational personal relationship with Christ. Mm. You know, like we sharpened each other, but we had an individual relationship with Christ that was not dependent on one another. And so I think that's to me what it means to be equally yoked. And that's biblical. So Uh there's no getting out of it, in my opinion. I agree with that. I think what I was getting at was we can be equally yoked Uh right together, but we truly become one at marriage. Yeah, exactly. And so I think that's what I was getting at because I would agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, that's amazing because that's something I definitely deal with all the time, being equally yoked because obviously I was in a relationship and I was not equally yoked. And she was a lot more spiritual than I was. And I was still, I'm still, I would say, like a baby in my faith. You know what I'm saying? I'm still figuring out, still learning. But I definitely feel like had I been more, like, I guess there spiritually, it probably things would have been a lot different. Yeah. So, 
then that leads me to my next question for y'all. Do y'all believe in soulmates? I personally do. Um, I don't believe in a soulmate in the traditional like way that we communicate it. Mm-hmm. What I believe is that um, I truly believe that God created Devin to be my life partner and mm-hmm. that he created me to be his. Mm-hmm. And Although I know we could have glorified God with other people, yeah. we don't. We wouldn't have glorified God in the same way mm. um, if we chose to be with other people. So yeah. I believe that there's um, there's a person that God has created specifically for you. One person. One person. Just one. One person. I do believe that you can honor God. With someone who might not be that one person, uh-huh. um, but I do think there is only one person that your soul, your spirit, can align to. Yeah, because that was my next question. So if it's one person, what if one person ruins it? What if like somebody messes it up? Mm-hmm. But like you said, you said you still feel you can glorify mm-hmm. God with another person. That's amazing. Do you believe in soulmates? It's tough. You know, one of the one of the things that our marriage went through was I was reading in the Bible mm-hmm. and it says in Matthew that you won't marry in heaven. Mm. And so I remember I read that in my Bible and I stopped like I was praying. I'm like, God, what does this mean? You yeah. know? I was meditating on it uh-huh. and then I just I just closed the book and I, I stood up and I went in the other room where she was at. Yeah. And I just looked at her and I just started crying. Wow. I'm like because truly, will I know you when I'm in heaven? Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But at the oh end of God, the day, so right, good. does that even matter? Right. Because when we're in heaven, right, we'll be glorifying God right. and worshiping God the whole time, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think that was the metaphor Jesus was trying to pull out of that that parable. But yeah. also, it's clear and cut what he's saying, yeah. Yeah. you know? And so... To say that I would believe in soulmates is tough. Like, I agree with yours, your perspective, because I believe that too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's one person out there for you. Mm. But will my soul be mated with her Like when I'm gone? I don't know. Yeah. You know, and so I think a lot of people get caught up in the, yeah. in the questioning and wanting to know the answers, but... Right. You know, one thing that we are fully um, convinced about is we're okay with dying and not knowing the answers. Yeah. Because mm. we won't ever know all the answers. Exactly. You know, a lot of people get caught up in, well, what about this? And what if this? You know, but. Exactly. That's not, that's God's place to know. No, thanks. I think it's physical as well. Like, and I don't mean physical in like a sex sense, but. People get into relationships and they know that the person that they're with, something just ain't quite right. Like they, they can't figure out what it is, yeah. but you know, like they don't, there's an absence of peace. Mm-hmm. And to mm. me, that tells me that you're not with your soulmate mm. because no matter what, like me and Devin have been through hell and back. We've also, you know, upset each other and did like terrible things. Yeah. However, our, our spirit knows that we are aligned and we always will be until Christ takes us home, right? And so there is no doubt in my mind, even when he does annoy me or I annoy him, (laughs) Uh right? Like, 
that is the person that God has created for me. And so there's no doubt in my mind that I know that Christ wants me to be with this man, mm-hmm. no matter what. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Wow. So then that, that brings me talking physical. What about soul ties? That's a very real thing. Yeah, 100%. Man, I can I can I can go all day talking about soul ties. I swear. And I and that is what I've been praying for consistently is to be freed from those soul ties mm-hmm. and that those women be restored, that I be restored because sex is huge, man. Like and and I it's it's, it's so hard and like like I was explaining to one of my homegirls today, like it's a it's a covenant. Like you really like break blood. Like you know what I'm saying. You become right. one with that person, right. and and it's hard. That's why like in a room full of a thousand women walk in, but one girl that or one woman that walked in that I that I slept with that been with physically, it's a different feeling than those other thousand girls in that right. same room. You know what I'm saying? So, what did, what did y'all take on on soul ties? Um, they're definitely a real thing. Um, and I think that everything you just said, I think everyone needs to do. Like yeah. everyone needs to p- pray for freedom for themselves and for the freedom of the people that they've been tied to in that way as uh-huh. well. Um, I think that has a huge part in my personal decision to become celibate. Mm-hmm. I was celibate before we got in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and so part of the reason why was because of soul ties, yeah. because I I personally believe that, like, as a wife, I, I owe it to my husband to give him everything, yeah. right? And so um, that's why I think our society doesn't value virginity or no. um, value waiting no. until you can give the person you're supposed to be with your everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that's yeah. why, like, so many people just stick together, right? Like, if you're not... People sometimes are not even supposed to be together, yeah. but they have been connected intimately yeah. in that way. Yeah. So they when stuff it. gets tough and they know they should not be together, uh-huh. they're just like, well, it's fine, you know. Yeah. And it's, it's just like that's how much power that holds. Exactly. And that's why the, the original meaning, uh-huh. right, and the r- original intent that God perp- or had purpose for Yeah. Was to be celibate until that yes. moment with your yeah. with your husband or your your wife, your spouse. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's just it's it's tough. But it's also something that can be overcome, mm-hmm. right? Like you said, praying for man, breaking uh, the break free from that, I'm trying to get them demons off me. And so, yeah, man, it's definitely doable, and yeah. it's definitely a real thing. Um, I think pertaining to marriage, though, you know, that's something I think both of us would be lying if we said that that's unfortunately that's not something that we have brought into the marriage. Mm -hmm. Right. Like the fact that, um, you know, we weren't virgins when we got married has Mm -hmm. come with complications in terms of like us being intimate with one another and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I think it's so important to acknowledge um, sin for what it is and also to like speak against it so that when you are coming and becoming one with someone Mm -hmm. like it's not you can freely become one with that person without having to worry about other things no facts and i feel like personally that's that's so huge that you guys would be open about that and that's amazing and just like we said it's it's definitely a real thing and it's and 
I don't know why. In my case, it feels like it's just such a harder bond. Like, I really feel connected to some of those women. You know what I'm saying? It's really hard for me to break free. And it really affects my relationships right now to today. And I've been, like, binge-watching this. There's this one pastor. His name's Andy Stanley, I think. And I've just been watching, like, his relationship little series or whatever. And he was just saying, like, like society glorifies, you know, do whatever, have sex with whoever, you know, go crazy, do your thing. You know what I'm saying? But And then, or, like, that like you have to like test it out to see like if if it's cool or not. But then he had a whole like a like a, such a dope like concept saying like, nah, you're not supposed to like you don't need to test it out. Like I'm, I'm like you you're gonna know what to do <laughs> when you get to the bedroom. You know right. what I'm saying with your wife. Like it's not it's not very hard. You know right. what I'm saying it's not rocket science. And only thing that what takes away from it is having those different experiences with those different people because now it's like. You're comparing, you know what yeah. I'm saying. You're comparing what Shorty did here, what he did there. You know what I'm saying. That's that's been my hardest thing is just trying to to break free from that, break yeah. free from that like comparison, and just really be by myself because it, it, it's hard. And me personally, that's how I feel loved at times. You know what I'm saying. That physical act, that is how I feel loved, and that is definitely something I'm I'm trying to pray through and grow through and grow from. But and I, my, also like one of my pastors in in college had a really dope analogy about like glue, like when you constantly have sex with those people, it's like it's kind of you're, you're coming unstuck, and now you're kind of numb. You know what I'm saying? And now that moment with your wife or with your husband on, on wedding night isn't as special mm-hmm. than what it could have been. You know what I'm saying? So I've always tried to to to, to be celibate and. I do my best, <laughs> do the best I can. But <laughs> but no, nah, so I, but that but that's my goal, man. And, and I, I told myself because he 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 uh, Andy Stanley challenged me in one of his sermons to take a year and renew your mind. Like no relationships, like even like some you think is going to become a relationship, like let it go. And he's like, what's going to happen in three months? You're going to find the woman of your dreams. You're going to find your wife. You know what I'm saying? But are you going to be consistent in it? Are you going to still stick with like that? that agreement that I made with God right. to make that, take yeah. that year off, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And continue to renew my mind. And that's really what I'm focused on this year is renewing my mind. Because for so long, I allow relationships to be my, like, like the top of my life. You know, I talk, talk to y'all, y'all, y'all aren't damn near almost counsel me through a relationship. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? But, but yeah, to take a year off and renew my mind, man, that's why I just, I like the marriage concept to me is, is, is wild. <laughs> because one I can't keep a relationship But that's why like Just to see that Y'all like Just how y'all look at each other Is just so far Yo And just Being so young and, and, and being able to do it And And just Stick together Just that stick togetherness I feel like that's what I struggle with a lot Is the stick togetherness Cause like Like I just said Like when something gets bad In my relationship I'll be Peace like, I'll be, You know I'll be ready to dip I mean, But I, you can't do that in marriage You know what I'm saying And I know that there was probably times In y'all relationship Relationship Where you was like Yo forget this And you was like you know, Forget him You know what I'm saying yeah. But y'all stuck to it And look at the You know what I'm saying And look what y'all got now But that's just Honestly that's just so far yo And I'm I'm so happy For y'all But So That well, leads me to my next well, to, to chime in on that though It's important to know That like Marriage isn't a destination, right. you know, marriage is a starting line. Yeah. And so, you know, a lot of people think you have to be a finished product or you have to be, be fully perfect and yeah. then I'll be married. Right. And that's when you start to look at it as a destination, as, as an end goal. But Oof. marriage is the start of the rest of your, like, you know what I'm saying? Like 
when we got married at 21, mm-hmm. that wasn't it for us. Yeah. We're 24, and then three years in, we still got a long way to go. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And so yeah. you're going to grow with this person. You're mm-hmm. going to achieve goals and yeah. maybe fail at some things. Uh-huh. And a you know what I'm things. saying? A lot of different things in between with yeah. that. And so to look at it as a destination, that's where a lot of people get that hope. And then when exactly. stuff gets tough, they're like, oh. Like once I get married, I'm going to be good. Right. Yeah. You know once I you find know? my wife, that's when I'm going to yeah. build my legacy. And I, and I, and I really, you kind of just pressed me when you said that because I am literally that person. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get my mind together. I'm going to grow. I'm going to be better. You know what I'm saying? Before I get into another relationship. So it's kind of, I didn't even realize that I'm looking at it like a destination because I definitely want to be like, I you know I want to be like fully grown. I want to be healthy. I want to, you know what I'm saying? I want to know how to love myself properly before I can go love somebody else. That's what I'm, I can always tell you all the time, man. See, now we're going into <laughs> what we talk about, but yeah. like, bro, you're doing fine. Yeah. I know, but I'm, I always feel like I'm, 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 Blow the total part. Even earlier, I'm like, yo, so I still got time, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm 25, but to be 26. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, y'all was 21, so I'm kind of late. But, you know what I'm saying? But, no, nah, so I, I never realized that I was looking at marriage as a destination. Yeah. But but I really like just the fact of relationships. Like you said, the you figure out so much about yourself. I think in my relationship, I've grown so much. Like, I've like learn so much about myself and others just being in that relationship. You know what I'm saying? So, man, so what advice for someone obviously like myself and others out there seeking marriage? Like what advice would y'all give to to people? Cuz I feel like y'all y'all always hearing from God. Me personally, <laughs> I don't be hearing that little voice. You know what I'm saying? So, what advice can you give me or just any any person out there that that obviously wants marriage and seeking marriage in a society that doesn't really glorify marriage and just kind of glorifies, you know, being a city boy. Um, first of all, like I I want to start off by saying I feel like more people hear God. Mm-hmm. I think our difference is we listen to Him and we obey straight away. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. and so I I think that you know. The Bible's pretty clear about God speaks to us in many different ways. And Mm -hmm. so even though God might say something outright to you at one one point in time, he might use someone else to speak for you another point in time, whatever. Like God is always talking. We just have to be willing to listen, but then also obey what he's saying. Mm -hmm. Um, But in terms of preparing for marriage, I I don't know. I get this question a lot, especially from um, single women and maybe it's just because I'm annoying, but I'm like, my my go-to response is don't. Mm. Like, stop trying to, because you're treating it like a destination again, yeah. right? Like, you're, you're treating it like you're going on vacation or something and you need to get ready. Like, you need to pack all this stuff and get ready for it. I think exactly. the only thing that you can do is truly be who Christ has called you to be yeah. in this season and know that there will be another season where you will have to be who Christ has called you to be with someone else. Uh-huh. Um, but on a very practical level, you know, because that's what people look for, um, <laughs> I would say the the biggest areas that I always tell people to focus on is um, finances, uh-huh. mm. soul ties, which we've spoken about already. Yeah. Um, and really, those are the two biggest things. And like any underlining trauma that you think you might have. Mm-hmm. That part. 
Um, so like if you if you you know went through stuff when you was younger or you just have some insecurities that you need to deal with not mm-hmm. that they need to be dealt with yeah. but you do need to be able to look at your spouse and say hey like this is what I'm working through mm-hmm. um, and it's hard to do that if you don't know exactly. so. and so with that you know because I would say as well right be prepared mm-hmm. for those tough things right yeah. Yeah. Finances, um, intimacy, mm-hmm. you know, um, living together. Mm. You know, I you just got to understand yeah, that, what you're getting yourself into. That right. was a big adjustment for me. So, like, obviously, we didn't have sex before we got married. Mm-hmm. We also didn't live together before we got married. Mm-hmm. And I had never lived with a boy before in my life. Yeah. And so, like, <laughs> I remember after we got married one day, I was like, oh, you're still here? <laughs> I was so good. I was like, oh my gosh, like you're just here all the time. And so, you know, it's definitely an adjustment. Um, But I think our mindset is so different to where we approach life as like, dang, we get to do this together. Like Mm -hmm. we always have um, amongst us, we have like all these firsts, like the first time we got to do this together or the Mm -hmm. first time we tried these things. And so that's kind of how we see marriage. Like the first time we get to live together, buy a house, first argument, Mm -hmm. you know, like all of it. So, um, yeah, sorry. I mean, just get used to being vulnerable. Yeah. That's that's a big one because... Like she said, right? So <laughs> it's funny watching his face because he looks so uncomfortable, and I'm like, "Honey, get used to it." Get used to being vulnerable because you got to have conversations, right? Yeah. And so a lot of it is just you prep for what's to come, exactly. right? And so mm-hmm. get again, right? Get used to being vulnerable. Yeah. Understand what you're getting used or getting yourself into, right? And just work on yourself, you know. Facts. And yeah. Like I said to you, you doing that, right? And so people people don't people lose sight of the I'm gonna start reading my Bible more consistently mm-hmm. or I'm gonna work on these past traumas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's stuff that best believe when the time comes, your spouse is doing those same things, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even if they ain't, be prepared for that, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And so understand wow. that's what I'm saying. Understand marriage. Yeah. Is understand that y'all are gonna work together. Yeah. This is a team dynamic. Okay. And you have to take on the, the race together. Exactly. Right. You know? No, so. so then what is your take? Because I, I, I hear this a lot. It's like you gotta be a husband before you're a husband, or you gotta be a wife before you're a wife. Like you gotta be like doing husband like activities that like you can't be you know what i'm saying so what do y'all what do y'all think about that that honestly just makes me sick because how do you be something that you're not like i think that's the greatest thing about marriage is that you get to learn how to be those things together yeah. you know like okay. i i am not the wife that i was three years ago and mm. devin's not the husband he was three years ago like uh-huh. we're constantly learning and evolving and mm. unlearning some things and right stamping on you know expectations that we had of ourselves or or of each other um and and that's that's how you grow like you can't be something that you have no experience of being before you actually go through it exactly that i mean but that like that takes me back to what i was saying earlier like people try to look for 
the play by play. Yeah, you know what I'm Fact. saying. They try Show to look for what the I need step to do. by step. Yeah, yeah. but because you can definitely understand, like you know, you won't understand what being a husband is like until you're a husband. Right, right? I get that, but yeah. there's things that you can do. Right, learn how to lead yourself spiritually yeah. so that you can lead your wife. Yeah. Mm. Right, and there's things that you can do that preps you for it. Mm-hmm. But again, right, you can't look at it in the way that, well, I haven't done this, so I'm not married or yeah. so I'm not ready yet, yeah. uh-huh. you know. And so wow. you just really got to understand what you're getting yourself into, yeah. right? And yeah. it's not as glamorous. Every marriage looks different, uh-huh. yeah, it you does. know, every relationship before you even start uh, marriage and uh-huh. the dating stages, before you even start dating, you know, relationships all look different. Yeah. Yeah. And. If you try to make it to where it's like somebody else's, mm. it may not work out. Okay. That's you actually, have to make it your own. Yeah. We used to share a lot more about our relationship than we currently do. Um, and part of the reasons is because of what Devin just said. Like, I, I definitely noticed a lot of people would compare their relationship to ours. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... um. Everything looks good on social media, but mm-hmm. you are comparing yourself with the trials, you know, the darts that the enemy is throwing at us every day, like mm-hmm. the difficult things that we have to overcome, the right. flesh that we have to die to. Like, mm-hmm. you're comparing yourself to all of that, and some of that, you know, is not your portion. <laughs> so, that's- yeah, that's why I think um, we're super careful. I'm more careful about um, not oversharing our relationship not Mm -hmm. because you know i know it will bring glory to god but people are not not everyone's at a place in their faith where they they can't compare their experience to someone else's experience Mm -hmm. and i think that often leads to a lot of pain and destruction more than it leads to like pushing people closer to christ so like what's your okay then i got a question how do you how do you date properly like like right now, like how would I how would I date someone properly and, and like dating for real intention and not just you know what I'm saying or knowing that like this is actually somebody I could take seriously, somebody I can actually be a life partner with. Like, I think again, how do I discern that? Um, everything is gonna look different and everything's mm-hmm. organic, um, and so allow it to be, right. you know. And so find your your niche. Mm-hmm within that relationship and so you know if you want like practical things right i personally would say to establish a foundation Mm. right yeah with christ at the center yeah um that is that was the main important thing that i knew i needed Mm -hmm. and how our relationship was founded you right. know, that was one of the first things that we were able to connect with was our faith. Yeah. And so being able to find that connection. Um, and so that looked like honoring God with our bodies. Right. Yeah. Like we talked about before mm-hmm. and really like just praising God and all that you do. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and so we were able to have fun with each other, you know, and so have fun. Mm-hmm. Right. Understand okay. what that looks like. But how that looks like to also honor God with. And so exactly. it's, it's yeah, just a I lot think, of different things. I think it just depends on what God tells you to do, mm-hmm. honestly. Like, that's, 
you know, how it looked for us is different for how how it may look for other people. Mm-hmm. Some people choose not to even kiss their spouse before they get married. I've seen that, yeah. So it really depends on you and your relationship with Christ and how God is leading you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say I feel like a lot of people are scared to talk about commitment up front. And I would say, like, really, um, really practically, I don't think there's every, anything wrong, even before dating someone, being like, okay, what are you about? You know, like, we had many... I mean, mm-hmm. granted, we were friends first, and so that dynamic was a little bit different. But, like, yeah. we had very deep specific conversations about our expectations for relationship Mm -hmm. for a spouse um and i think it was just helpful overall because you know before we started dating like both of us knew okay like this person wants someone that they can be with for the rest of their lives yeah exactly wow no that's amazing so then like to wrap it up what's what are y'all's like goals going forward now Y'all three years into marriage, you know, you're 12 years old, <laughs> but y'all are, are still very young. So what's like, what's your goals now? Um, I think a big one for me personally, <laughs> marriage wise is my husband living out like his dreams and what he's been called to be. Mm-hmm. I think awesome. this is like a, an under or it's an unspoken element of marriage in that you have two individuals who have hopes and aspirations, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And so we talk more about the sacrifices in marriage than we talk about actually, like, pushing each other to achieve their goals Mm -hmm. and, you know, what they want to do in life. And so Mm -hmm. um, I've been on a journey with him and playing professional football for the past three years and it hasn't been easy um and i would actually argue this is this is like a little side note but i think that god requires a special type of woman for a football player and i don't i don't i do not say that lightly (laughs) (laughs) at all but like honestly most of these girls you know they think oh i just gotta look good oh i gotta be a trophy wife That's and sweet, yeah. that is not what being a football player's wife is about especially uh-huh. when you see the negative or difficult parts of professional sports mm-hmm. um and i think s- the reason why so many of those marriages don't work is because they they are not with the right person in the first place. Like Ooh, no. you you need to be with someone who understands that this is more than money. Man. That this is um, very hard, not just physically on the body, but mentally as well. And that I need to be prepared to be a helpmate to both of those things. Like mm. I don't just need to help my husband physically if he has like aches and pains after playing or practicing or whatever mm-hmm. but also i need to be strong for my husband when he gets cut from a, a team mm. i need to be strong for my husband when you know he doesn't have a job and there's there is an income coming in you know like it's it's more than just oh i gotta look nice and you know show yeah. up to games and have his last name on my back like it's a lot more than that. So um, I do think that it takes a special type of woman to be married to a professional athlete, personally. Yeah, 100%. But, sure. yeah, that's me, my goal. 
as the spiritual leader of the household, I, uh, well, first of all, let me say, I love you for that. So, <laughs> but um, from the standpoint of leadership, I set daily goals mm-hmm. for our marriage. You know, one of those goals, and like I said, practically speaking, like one of those is I want to make her laugh at least once a day. Yeah. Right? Give her a kiss at least once a day. Yeah. You know, and tell her that she's beautiful every single day. Exactly. Right? And those are just little goals, right? And so then yeah. you look at long term, you know, we obviously have a goal to make it to the end of our lives, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, we want to look at it, you know, we want to be married. We always picture in our head to be able to look at each other and be like, dang, we've been doing this for 50 years, <laughs> you know, like, you know, that, like, type stuff. But yeah. um, you also have goals, like she said, individually, uh-huh. right? And so you have goals individually, um, but it also is important to have those um, those collective goals, right? Yeah. and. That's what I really want to speak to is speaking to those those collective goals. Yeah. It's, There's it's a lot a daily we want to do thing. together uh-huh. as well. Fucks. But yeah. So kids. <laughs> we're gonna have a little Dev and a and I, he's popping up around here. I mean, y'all got a beautiful home, as yeah. y'all can kinda see. You see that cross right there. Let's tell us tell a special story about that cross for the people who are watching. Um so the cross we got married in front of that cross. We actually made the cross ourselves. We went to Home Depot and we bought a 10-foot um, thing of wood and spray paint. And we made it ourselves um, because, uh, I mean, we wanted to. Right. Um, yeah. We've moved across the country with it. Like, it's it's, it's been, been part. It's been in apartments. Yeah. It's been in... This house. That's that legitimate term of, you know, pick up your cross. Right, <laughs> right, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah. That's awesome. Um, now, kids. Kids. Right. Yeah. So, Going back to. There we go. Understand what you're getting yourself into. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, do you know what? This is, this is a very interesting topic for us because mm-hmm. this is why, you know, we speak about expectations and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, last year was a very terrible year for us. Mm-hmm. Um, like, literally every single month mm-hmm. was something new for us, I feel like. Yeah. And January, January really started that off. Um, mm-hmm. And so we have been trying for kids for a long time. Um, and so after you get to a certain point, you know, even though we're young or whatever, doctors are like, oh, well, maybe you should go get tested to see if everything's okay and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So yeah. we've gone through all of that process and um, doctors came back to us last January and told us, you know, that there's there's some things that we're going to have to work through. Yeah. Um, and that was, that was a very surreal moment in our marriage um, when the doctors said that, you know, this is, this, this might be very difficult mm-hmm. um there were some conversations right. that um happened that people don't make it past those conversations wow. um and so i'm i'm personally i'm grateful for it because I, I feel like we're a lot stronger oh, um amazing. but we really had to question ourselves and say okay like if we never have kids would we still want to be together yeah. like if we never have kids will we still serve our purpose in marriage um for christ and we came to the conclusion that yes we would and you think about it right you was asking earlier 
what does it look like to date or, you know, how do you prepare for marriage? You can't prepare for you that. You can't. No. You know, we did not you expect that, that You don't think all. that's not a step-by-step that somebody gives you, like, right. before marriage, be prepared nowhere. for this, right. you know? And, again, you got to understand what you're getting yourself into because, like she said, that's stuff people don't make it past. Yeah. And so, yeah, man, to answer your question... In due time. In yeah. due time. <laughs> I mean, it's Heard coming. It first. We we definitely we believe that the Lord has um has told us that we will like have kids that mm-hmm. come from us biologically instead uh-huh. of like adoption. Yeah. So sure. um yeah. No, that's dope, man. And I this this has been such a healing episode. <laughs> I know, especially for me. We have these conversations all the time, but I, I really needed to to hear that and I appreciate y'all so much man and just want to say thank you and thank you for coming to the podcast man thank you for coming kicking it and I'll be sure to put their information in the, in the bios and so y'all can go follow and subscribe and I know you got working on a little something yeah. hopefully we'll hopefully we'll be able to talk about that one of these days you know coming up but man thank you guys you guys are very inspiring and we just I know me Personally, I, I, I love the gems that you were dropping. You know what I'm saying? Those are definitely something that I'm going to use myself. And I hope and pray that it'll help somebody else who was listening or watching today. So you know, make sure y'all like and subscribe and leave a, leave a review. But you know, appreciate y'all coming, man. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.